When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, Houdat Nation, and thanks for joining us on the Dome Patrol podcast, the official Saints podcast of the Fans First First Sports Network. I'm your host, Jason, and this week (laughs) we're going to do our Rams preview show. Uh, With us we have Wesley from the Dome Patrol, and we also have uh, Tom Quartz from the Rams Up podcast on FSN. How's everybody doing tonight? Hey, great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's, it's it's a big week, you know. These these Thursdays games are always weird. I always feel like there's such a huge advantage to the home team not having to travel on a short week. Um, as a season ticket holder myself, I'm kind of glad the game's not at home just because of the, you know, weekday night games, the hassle of getting down there and dealing with work and all that. It's it's a little bit of a hassle. So I, at least I'm glad I get to watch it. But for for our team, for our older team, it's it's definitely an advantage for the Rams this week. Um. So it's it's going to be an interesting game. The Rams have a lot of history with us Saints fans back when they were in the old NFC West. Um, I don't have a lot of love for the Rams in addition to, uh, you know, a, a certain playoff game back in 2018, which conveniently the NFL posted a, a, a tweet today um, showing highlights from the game. But they conveniently left something out of that game. So that, that kind of riled up a lot of Saints fans today. Um, so, yeah, the Rams Jason are definitely... And I were both at that game. Yeah, yeah, the 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 Rams are definitely on one of my most hated teams list, probably top five. Falcons, 49ers are up there. Uh, but anyway, uh, you know, so we got the Rams Thursday night. Both teams at seven and seven. Uh, but it seems like the Rams seven and seven is different than our seven and seven. We've, we're doing it with the cream puff schedule, and we're barely getting by. Whereas you guys have to play the the Niners, Seahawks, um, and it looks like the Rams are actually finally healthy for the first time this year. I mean, you guys have had to deal with a lot of injuries this year so far. Yeah. I mean, started off without uh, Cooper cup and uh, luckily Puka Nakua just came out of nowhere and really filled that gap or our fifth round draft pick. Uh, yeah. And it, it's been, there have been uh, injuries throughout the year. We lost Stafford for a little bit and went on a losing streak and that, that certainly contributed to this record, but you're right. Everybody's healthy. We're on a good little winning streak here. Um, uh, offense and defense is clicking. And we'll dive into a little bit more of that and some of the pros and cons of each side of the ball. But, uh, yeah, definitely health is on our side right now. And the, and the team's definitely on the upswing trying to make this playoff push. And that is the the one thing with the Saints. You know, they were pretty healthy early on in the season, but now they're dealing with a lot of injuries. It does look like Alave is going to come back, but they're without Michael Thomas. They're without Marshawn Lattimore. So those have really been kind of some big injuries for us. Um the games here have been interesting. I don't know how much you've been following it, but um, there's been a lot of booing at our games. 
you know, the Derek Carr has not been what we all thought he would be. Um, he doesn't seem to be very likable either. And a lot of the fans are, are kind of getting fed up with him, getting fed up with Dennis Allen. So it's been an interesting past couple of home games. Um, they have won the last two home games, but the week before they lost to the, to the lions has been a lot of booing in the stands. So there's a lot of, um, you know, people don't really know how to feel about the saints team. They, they want Dennis Allen fired and they don't like Derek Carr, but you know, winning is always good, right? I mean, division's still winnable for us because our division's terrible. Um, so it's been an interesting season for us. I don't know how, how your season's gone, uh, <laughs> anything like that. But yeah, ours, ours has been a little, ours has been interesting for sure. Yeah, it's, it's so interesting. Or, but like you say, both seven and seven, but I think it all comes down to expectations, you know, and, and from the beginning of the season, like you mentioned, Jason, and, and you know, for the Rams, Coming into the season, obviously coming off that Super Bowl, and then and then the uh, last year was a complete and utter disaster when they tried to run it back, and then you know just went into essentially rebuild mode this year, and the offense came back, um, you know, mostly intact. Stafford Cup and crew, and but the defense was almost a total tear down, and so you know you 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 know the names, everyone knows the names: Bobby Wagner, Jalen Ramsey, Leonard Floyd, the entire. You know, starting secondary, entire D line except Aaron Donald gone. Two guys on our starting on our starting defense this year played more than fifty percent of the snaps last year. Two guys out of eleven: Aaron wow. Donald and Ernest Jones, our wow. our, our uh, middle linebacker. Where's the dot? And then uh, yeah, take on. And you know, it's not only do we get rid of all these guys. You think we'd get a haul for them all, but no, we take on seventy five million in dead cap to do it. And you guys are no strangers to to uh, you know cap cap issues, so you know how all this stuff works. Um, but the plan was, hey, let the young guys play. Fourteen draft picks uh, that made the roster. All fourteen made the uh, fifty-three, which is a tied for, tied for the record. Um, and just let young guys, you know, first year, second year guys play and see who can play, who can't, and then run it back next year for uh, what is probably going to be Aaron Donald and Matthew Stafford's you know, swan song last season, um, if their contracts and their sort of uh, what they, you know, how they've talked is any indication. So uh, when you have guys like that, you want to run it back uh, one more time. And and this was the plan. So this year was supposed to be a, you know, kind of a five win, six win season, let a bunch of young guys play, but so many of them have played well that we're right there. You know, if Stafford hadn't gone down, um, we had to play guys like Brett Rippin and stuff like that, a quarterback. Um, you know, it, we would have maybe we've been a little bit better off and won a game or two. A kicker situation has been atrocious. And um, sorry, and uh, that's Cooper Pup. For those of you who uh, who uh, <laughs> who heard that, I apologize. My dog Cooper Pup. Anyway, oh, that's um, all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So that's that's the story of the season. Uh, got young guys coming through. And catching, getting healthy, and catching steam, and you know, right now it's certainly not going to feel like we're making a Super Bowl run, but uh, try to make the playoffs and give these young guys a little playoff experience. That's really the goal. And you know, who knows? Maybe we can catch a break here or there and win a game or or, or something like that. So that's kind of the expectations. And I feel like you know, when you say seven and seven, you guys are getting booed, and you know, here we are, we're celebrating, right? Essentially, it all comes down to how you enter the, the season in terms of what the expectations are. I I think a few things that are different too, as far as, you know, we're seven and seven and we have one of the easiest strength of schedules in the history of the NFL. Um, So 
like seven and seven for us doesn't mean we're actually a seven and seven team. It, it means we're in a regular season, you know, a, a three and 11 team or four and 10 team who who's seven and seven because we're playing a terribly easy schedule. Um, and then the kind of, you know, the, the hope for you guys, for, if, for me, if I was a Rams fan, is that at least you have the quarterback part figured out. And with a great quarterback, um, and Matt, Matt Stafford is just all the arm talent in the world if he can stay healthy, um, you have a fighting chance to beat anybody. Like, there's any time Matt Stafford can go off and you can put up 35 points in a game um, with 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 the, the receivers that you'll have. And now Kyron Williams, what he's doing is crazy how that can balance it out. So y'all do know that no matter who it is, you do have a fighting chance to go out and score four or five touchdowns, and you know you get a, you get a, a sack or an interception, and then and then you can beat anybody. Um, I don't feel that way about the Saints and and how they are. Yeah, it's it's yeah. There's there seems to be a lot, at least a lot more hope on your side. You know, you get all those draft picks coming in now. Some of that's because I mean y'all traded away all your first round picks for. So many years in a row to make it run. F, F them picks, right? Yeah, right. Did yeah, they, F them first first round picks for sure. And <laughs> but yeah, the, the, this is McVay's seventh year, and he's never had a, he's never made a first round pick since he's been here. So, um, but it's you know, and that's kind of like you guys have hope, and the, and you know the the cap that we've been kind of pushing off and pushing off and pushing off is is actually finally coming due, and Cam Jordan's getting older, and a lot of the players are getting older and we keep restructuring these deals. And then you throw in the Derek Carr contract, which we're kind of stuck with. And it's, you know, this to me, it seems like this is going to be a three, four year rebuild for us. And it's, it's going to get worse before it gets better. So, you know, Tom, I've, I've watched some, some Rams game this year. Have you watched any saints games? If so, which ones have you seen and what's kind of been your take on the saints? Yeah. I mean, I've watched, I try to watch certainly the highlights or the, you know, on the, on the, the YouTube, uh, you know, where Red you zone. go through the key, key not well the key plays yep. and um of all the games. So you kind of see see how things you know fall out. And um yeah, it's just interesting that uh, Derek Carr, he can if he has time and, and he can make throws, but a little bit of pressure and he starts to to get a little haywire. Um and then it looks like you've lost some confidence in him in the red zone and it's Taysom Hill time. So uh, you know, the offensive line is is not doing you guys any favors. It doesn't appear. And, um, you know, the, the defense isn't bad. And uh, and especially in the secondary, you know, it's been a lot. I think you guys lead the league in, in pass breakups and so forth. So, uh, uh, yeah, so, you know, it's it's. I think that that's just where you're at. Like you say, seven and seven, some good, some bad. But unfortunate that um, – that, uh, uh, Derek Carr hasn't come through. Yeah, I'll say just just so you know, um, our offensive line has not been as bad as probably advertised. Um, they haven't been great, but they have not been as bad as advertised. And um, there are plays where they don't do well and Derek Carr takes um, sacks, but there are plays where they block plenty well. And Derek, Derek Carr has not been a good quarterback this year. Um, he has not led up or lived up to anywhere close to his contract. Um, but even his his previous billing, um, he's been incredibly inconsistent, um, whether there's pressure or not. Yeah, how's um? So you know, one thing the Saints have kind of struggled with most of the season has been the pass rush. Uh, Granderson has kind of done a little bit, but Cam Jordan hasn't done anything. But over the past couple of weeks, we finally put Zach Bond out there on the end. They he was a pass rusher in college. They made him 
play a cover linebacker here, and then finally alerting him rush the passer. So he's done okay. But how has the Rams' offensive line um, been holding up so far this year? Yeah, the offensive line is interesting because last year was a disaster. It was the most injuries on an offensive line in the history of the NFL. I think we went through I don't know, 17 guys or something was, you know, had played. And so this year, you know, it came back and uh, uh, this guy, an undrafted free agent, left tackle, kind of a swing guy for the last few years, Alaric Jackson, literally went on Twitter and said, you know, hey, Rams, why don't you have an open competition? If you do, here's who I think is going to going to make the squad like you know yeah and he didn't name our 40 million dollar signing to, to replace uh, andrew whitworth uh joseph nopum and um you know nopum did struggle and so forth and i'll be darned if the rams didn't come out this year with it like the mentality that i had said earlier with which was sort of uh you know hey there's an open competition among everybody and he won the spot and he's played great um no boom has now is now the swing guy you know, $40 million, three years uh, for a swing guy, but he's playing well, plugging in. Havenstein is questionable for this game, but I think he'll end up playing. If not, it'll be no boom. But, and then we plug guys in like Steve uh, Avila, who's our, our second round draft pick from TCU, our first pick this year. He's played fantastic. And then uh, our our paid center, um, Brian Allen got beat out by Coleman Shelton. So another guy on the bench who got paid, and uh, and he's been playing while Coleman Shelton has. And then at right guard, we we get Kevin Dotson from the Steelers for next to nothing, and they kind of discarded him. Now that offensive line is in shambles, and Dotson is one of the most highly highly graded, uh, you know, PF take PFF for what it is, but one of the more highly graded um, guards in the league and playing fantastic. And then you have Havenstein on the other side, so it's it's done really well. I mean, they're they're sort of a, above average in the run game, in the run game, as well as pass pro. Um, and, you know, there's been holes here and there, but uh, for the most part, it stayed healthy, cohesive, and that's what you need in a, in a with, you know, with no big holes in terms of one guy, you know, not being able to perform. So, yeah, the offensive line has been, and you need, like, you, like Wesley mentioned, you need that for Stafford, right? You can't have this guy getting, getting killed, right? He's old, he's, he's injury prone. And um, I mean, last year, uh, last year showed for sure. So, but the offensive line has done an extremely good job. And that's, you know, one of the undersung, uh, uh, you know, sort of uh, reasons for the team's, um, you know, sort of success beyond expectations. Well, and you, I mean, you said pass pro, pro and running. Um, you know, I mean, Kyron Williams, I mentioned earlier, has got 953 yards already. Um, he's definitely going to go over 1,000 for the season um, <laughs> on Thursday. Um, but, um, Pretty incredible to to get him. I mean, he's averaging five yards a carry for the season, but the 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 fact that he's come in and done what he has in such a short amount of time has been insane. Um, and I believe hadn't he done? Has he been decent as a pass catcher, or have they not really utilized that as much as they probably should? Oh no, yeah. I mean, he came in. He was draftable. He was in the draft and, and picked by the Rams in the fifth round last year um, because of he's a third down back. I mean, he was he was. Uh, not really viewed as a running running back, right? He was yep. viewed as a third down back mainly because of his pass protection. That was his number one asset, right? Is is a running back that is excellent at picking up pass pro and and then he can catch the ball out of the backfield. And then next thing we know, here he comes and he's and he's hitting these gaps. Now McVeigh did make a pretty significant change this year from focused on that middle and outside zone scheme 
to uh, a lot more gap stuff, duo stuff through the middle. And uh, and that's really favored Kyron Williams. That's what he's really, uh, you know, really good at. And if, if when he did get the chances last year, after he, he got hurt on the first play of the first game and the kickoff, he broke his foot. Yep. He returned he returned our first kickoff of the year and broke his foot. So he was kind of, he came back and played a little bit last year, but not really any impact at all. You know, it was all Cam Akers, even at the beginning of this year, he was going to be the backup guy, the third down back. And, you know, we discarded Cam after, you know, a series of issues with him. And um, here, here he comes. So extremely pleasant surprise. And, and uh, you know, I'd be lying if anyone or anybody would be lying if they said they saw this coming in terms yeah. of his effectiveness <laughs> as a as a runner. So, again, another young guy who has balled out. And, um, you know, guys, fifth round is, has been good to the Rams with Puka Nakua and, Kyron Williams, our, our our sort of tight end of the future, Davis Allen is uh, out of wake, is also looking great, and and so um, yeah, a lot of young guys are are having an impact. The Puka Nakua stuff is insane because um, he's got eleven hundred and sixty three yards already, um, you know this 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 season. Um, but uh, I mean, I think Cooper Cups, to me, what I've watched quite a few Rams games this year, um, I don't think he looks like. Cooper Cup anymore, but he still looks a lot better than most most wide receivers. He just he just looks uncomfortable every time he catches the ball. Like he's he looks like on every single route he's fighting through that he's just not healthy. Um, and but he's still running good routes and getting open and being faster than other people. Um, I just don't know if uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think I've seen the um, as many as many as many yards after the catch as he used to have or what we we had from him in the past. Um, is yeah, that, uh... I mean, yeah, he's banged up. Like I say, he started the year on the on the IR, came back, and then he he got it re-injured, it re-injured again, and kind of tried to play through it. So we, ha- you know, one of the things with the Rams was after he came back, we we're like, oh my god, we have Puka and when Puka and 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 uh, Aaron Cup get on at the same get on the field at the same time, it's going to be amazing. And, and it just never materialized. He was either one or the other, and um, for the mo- for the most part, it was Puka and. And then the last two games, though, finally, uh, Cup has got healthy, and he's starting to look like his old self again. And um, he's been very productive the last couple of games, and Nakua keeps doing what he's doing. And so we finally got both of these guys clicking, and that's one of the reasons that the Rams are, you know, scoring a ton of points, kind of averaging 30 points a game over the last, you know, four or five games, and and that offense is on fire. And so, uh, yeah, both of those guys – like I say, they're both healthy now. They they're both getting going. So hopefully that'll continue on Thursday. But um, uh, yeah, that's that's. But you, you're right. Prior to the last two games, Leslie, that uh, he was banged up and he and definitely wasn't himself. Now on the other side of the ball, what's your uh, defense susceptible to? Like, is there a way that the the teams have been successful attacking the defense? I know that Aaron Donald's getting older. Um, I don't think he's broken any quarterbacks' hands with his helmet. In a couple of years. Oh, why'd you uh, have to bring that up? Oh, I'm just man. saying, like, <laughs> no, I just remembered that. Oh. Yeah, Donald's getting double oh. and triple teamed because we have this this young Kobe Turner's great third round guy. He's played in the middle, like right there, uh, kind of a veteran. Bobby Brown has been been with us a few years. He's in the middle, um, and uh, replacing like Ashawn Robinson and Greg Gaines. So a couple of young guys getting you know play time, and, and then uh, on the edge. Byron Young, another rookie, third round rookie, is is on that side. And on our other edge is Michael Hoyt, who's a, a UDFA um, converted interior defensive lineman. And um, 
And so it's it's kind of Aaron Donald and a bunch of guys learning how to play uh, the defensive line. And he's getting triple team. We're not getting the kind of pressure on the quarterback that you should if one guy's getting double or triple team. And so you'll have 30, um, sa- 30 sacks on the season. I think if yeah. I uh, had uh, seen that. Yeah, I mean, correctly. last week against Sam Howell, who's and the most the Saints have 30 sacks. The Saints have 30 sacks, but this is after we had seven sacks last week. So we're after actually worse seven. than you on sacks. Yeah. If it wasn't I mean, for we last should week. be getting more. If you get a guy like Aaron Donald, you can, you can get that kind of attention. And then like Sam Howell, I was just saying last week, you know, the most sacked guy in the league with that Washington offensive line. <laughs> and we, we got to him once. You know, so, um, yeah, we really need you more pressure earlier in the season. These these uh, inexperienced uh, edges were allowing quarterbacks to get outside. Now, Taysom obviously is very mobile, but Derek Carr isn't. So uh, mobile quarterbacks were really, uh, you know, getting outside the pressure, outside the pocket and, and doing some harm. But the biggest issue right now is our secondary. Um, Akilla Weatherspoon, who another fantastic free agent we picked up for next to nothing, um, from Seattle and, you know, came from San Francisco and Seattle yep. is, was just playing stellar, highly graded, playing fantastic. He's kind of banged up. looks like he's going to play, but the other corner right now is, is Darian Kendrick. And it's a you know, second year guy out of Georgia and Clemson, just a complete disaster. He got lit up by, by Terry McLaurin last week. And that's how Washington scored their, you know, two touchdowns in about, uh, you know, five minutes. And so, yeah, our secondary is a little suspect right now. And um, so if Olave is, you know, is is himself and Carr can get some time back there, I, I do expect you guys to do a little damage there. I'm sure they will try to get Olave um, on or one-on-one with Kendrick like like uh, like they did with McLaurin. So those are our kind of our 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 weaknesses. I mean, the defense is middle middle tier, but, you know, like I say, it's a lot of young guys and, um, playing better than certainly we ever expected. Believe me, the Saints understand from the past about the combination of not pressuring the quarterback and not guarding the receivers well. Um, it's a it's a it was a bad combination. It's this year we don't get pressure on the quarterback, but uh, our secondary's been incredible. Even with Lattimore going down, um, the guy that's come in to replace him, Isaac Yadam. Um, either now has 12 or 13 passes defensed already on the season, um, which I know like Witherspoon has 13, which is an impressive number, but the amount that Yadam has in the, um, in the span of, you know, three and a half games is just, uh, is crazy. What, what he's, um, been able to do as far as that. Yeah. You, you know, guys lead the league and passes defended by a pretty significant by, by margin. So. Significant. Right. And we're, yeah. we were tied with interceptions, um, and actually, this last week we just couldn't get an interception because Devito didn't throw the ball accurately enough to his players or ours. Um, wasn't really our fault. He just <laughs> he was struggling. <laughs> but so yeah, that's uh, kind of the thing for the, the the Saints as well. So um, I mean, on on paper, that sounds like I mean a place where the Saints could have some success trying to get the ball to Alave and Shahid, um, and maybe even Alvin Kamara coming out of the backfield. Um, but you know what? We've had that same combination of players all year that uh, we haven't utilized correctly. Um, so it's kind of up in the air about what'll what'll happen. I, I don't think they'd be playing Olave if he wasn't healthy. Um, so um, him us being told he's going to be active um, that is official now on the on Twitter that he's going to be active for Thursday's game. Um, I think that uh, lets us know that he's healthy. But um, 
Derek Carr has thrown some inaccurate passes that have led to receivers getting hurt this year, including Chris Olave. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, getting hurt going for a ball that was was inaccurately thrown. Um, any other uh, kind of thoughts uh, before we get to a score prediction, Tom? Any um, anything you're interested in for the matchup, or do you think the referees are going to affect the game and screw anybody over? <laughs> I don't think there'll be any, uh, <laughs> any, uh, Roby Coleman, no calls. Uh, this, this, uh, this, I couldn't get any worse than that for you guys, for sure. Um, but, uh, no, I, I it's going to be a good game. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see, like, like, uh, Jason was saying, you know, a, a team, a, a veteran team traveling on a short week, um, you know, no time to recover. And, uh, yeah, that, that is, they never, it, that's a little bit of a, a negative, for the saints, but um, you know, the, the key is for this is, I mean, both of these teams are playing for their playoff lives. And this is essentially a playoff game. The winner of this game actually has a pretty good inside track to the playoffs. And the loser of this game isn't fully eliminated, but you know, close to it, at least from our perspective, you guys, depending on what Tampa Bay does, you guys still might, might have a shot at the, at the division, but not. Yeah. We play, we play them next week. We play them next week. week, week, So, yeah, depending on what they do this week, if if they also lose and you can, you know, sneak into a, a division title with a, you know, a nine with an eight and nine or something like that, um, or nine with a losing, eight, then, you know, with a losing record, with a, yeah, you know, then that's one thing. But from our perspective, if we lose this game and lose it's the tough. tiebreaker to you guys, yeah, it's going to be a definitely a tough go, especially after that game last night with uh, Seattle making that comeback. We had written them off. We have the tiebreaker over those guys having beat them twice, but now they have three. Pretty, pretty they have easy games coming up. Games coming cupcake up. Cupcake yep. games, and and you know, not to say that they haven't lost some of those this year, but uh, yeah, that introduces a whole another dynamic into the playoff race. So it's fun, you know. Like I say, we're not we're not uh, you know started off the first five years with McVay or six years with McVay, uh, expecting to go to the playoffs and potentially win a Super Bowl and uh, with Super Bowl aspirations. And this is the first year in the McVay area that the McVay era that. That's not the case. So, you know, anything that anything that's accomplished is icing on the cake to really the primary goal, which was to get a bunch of these young guys so you could play. And, and like I said before, most of them have proven that they can contribute going forward. I mean, everybody except for pretty much Stetson Bennett, who <laughs> bowed out midseason with, you know, some personal issues. And, um, you know, maybe he'll be back next year and, and kind of recovering from what, what he's going through. But uh, other than Stetson, it's it's been – it's been all thumbs up. It, it sounds exactly like the kind of year that I want the Saints to have, like next year or the year after, when you you embrace, you actually acknowledge that you need a rebuild, and you just go all young and just kind of see how it shakes out. So yeah, take that take that cap hit and just 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 uh, grin and bear it, and uh, and let young guys play and and see. It's been fun. It's been a different kind of a year, and. Uh, it's been fun in its own way. I mean, uh, certainly having that Super Bowl in the uh, in the bag, you know, from a couple of years ago, never hurts. You know, it feels like you know you have you have your your chip, and then you can go and and try and do some different things. So, for, you know, that that certainly has eased the anxiety of uh, of Rams House for sure. Yeah, Already? we don't really acknowledge that championship. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We, no, no, no. We, you acknowledge the 21. You don't acknowledge the loss to the we, year we lost. Oh, yeah. Them. Oh, that's right. That's right. That was totally yeah. different. That's right. That, that was, was totally different. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, 
yeah, that was the that was the year we we, we our karma uh, crept up on us and we scored yes. three points. Scored three. The high powered yeah. offense scored three points in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Instead of us having a Breeze versus Brady in the I, Super I'm Bowl, pre- I'm pretty sure I, I I felt confident we would have beat the Patriots that year in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's the the second of what could have what should have been three different Saints titles instead of just the one for Breeze. So we we had we had a blew a big game to San Francisco that was just so stupid the way that it happened yeah. when on a year that uh, the giants were terrified of us and didn't want to play us and they, they admitted they admitted that we were the one team they didn't want to play well, sports so it's yeah it's always fun yeah sports well we'll look forward to a good matchup and uh yeah thanks for having me guys and uh we do need before really we go we've got to get a score prediction from from everybody jason do you want to go first or last i, I mean I, i'll, I'll go, first, go in the middle mean- I, I mean, I yeah, I, I don't anticipate the Saints winning this week. I think it's I'm gonna go thirty twenty. Rams, thirty twenty Rams. Yeah. Um, what is the spread on this one? I didn't even remember. It's like four a, and Rams half. by four, right? Yeah, okay. four four and a half. Um, I think the Rams cover that spread. Um, so I'm going to say I think it's maybe lower than that. So I'm gonna say, um, twenty eight twenty one. We give it a seven seven point game, but I'm also picking the Rams to win. I've, you're also uh, you're acknowledging both our kicking games stink, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, our kicking game, man. We <laughs> anyway, that's a whole nother that's a whole nother topic. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm going to go 31 17 um, Rams. I feel like uh, if it was if this weren't if this were at your place or it would be a lot closer, um, or if it weren't on Thursday night, I feel like it would. But I really I think Jason, your point um, can't be overstated. The short week with veteran team um, having to travel is, uh, you know, Lave's down, and I don't know what, you know, his health will be. And um, you got Carr, you know, pissing everybody off. I mean, the last guy you want to piss off is your center. Like, come on. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I had to really do a double take on that. I, I, I do not ever recall. I watched football a long time. Ever recall a quarterback in their center getting yep. into it? Those two guys are usually. Tied at the hip, you know, yep. and the center's coming to the defense of the quarterback. And it was just anyway. So and, when and I that saw wasn't that, the I first thought, that wasn't the first car blow up and problem this year. So it's a we we believe that if it got to that, there was probably a lot of locker room stuff that had already happened that we didn't see. That just is one right. That that wasn't even on the sideline. That was right in the middle of the field. Yeah, in the middle. Uh, yeah, the car. Yeah, the center couldn't even have his back anymore. You know, things are bad. So anyway, so I feel like there, you know, that those kinds of issues and. Everything else setting up for this game. Um, yep. you know, I've never, you know, it's probably the, the kiss of death, but um, <laughs> this is as confident aside from that commander game, you know, that we've been just because of how the team's playing and so forth. But like it's the NFL and you never know. Well, I, uh, Tom, I think the one place y'all could get into trouble is by um, loving that you have Matthew Stafford and that both of your receivers are healthy and trying to throw the ball too much. Um, y'all, y'all just need to run the ball. Um, if you if y'all are just gonna if y'all hand the ball off thirty times, like Kyron Williams might set an NFL record for rushing. Like I mean, it's yeah, no, I mean there, the there's definitely a hundred and fifty yards here for him to get. Um, we gave up two hundred yards rushing to the Carolina Panthers a couple weeks ago. Um, not the Carolina Panthers to a. Um, who has the 200 yards, uh, Jason? No, no, it was it oh, was Panthers, Carolina. Panthers, yeah. yeah, it was the Panthers. Yeah. Um, so just uh, you know, disgusting. And so we uh, if 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 y'all just hand it off, y'all are just going to control the game from start to finish and put us in a bad spot. 
Yeah, the last two weeks, uh, the Rams have, um, you know, uh, established the run. I think we ran Kyron nine times, you know, two weeks ago in a row. And then get down to the red zone. He's just, you know, tearing it up, like you said, Wesley, five yards, seven yards, you know, just first down, first down, first down. And, I mean, McVay has never committed. And then we get into the red zone, and <laughs> and McVay goes, goes into empty set and throws the ball three times in a row. And then everyone was on him. He kind of acknowledged it after the game. And then uh, this week, the same thing, established the run. We mixed in a pass here or there. Get down to the red zone, and I'll be darned if it wasn't empty set, three passes in a row in the red zone. And everyone's just sort of scratching their head. So, uh, you know, that's definitely um, definitely a, uh, a step forward for McVay. We used to be go empty early. And now at least he's, he is establishing the run to set up the pass, and that's, that has led to you know good success. But um, uh, yeah, it's interesting when he gets down in the red zone, he thinks that uh, you know we're better off uh, we're better off passing it. Yeah, we we used to for the first thirteen games of the or twelve games of the year, we took Taysom off in the red zone, took uh, Jamal Williams, who had eighteen touchdowns last year, um, off during the red zone, um, uh, took Jimmy Graham completely out of the lineup, who is you know a red zone target it, we did crazy things too so we so we get it but uh we, we've corrected that a little bit the last couple weeks but we're also playing maybe two of the worst teams in the nfl so i'm i'm not sure that it, uh, that we have really fixed it but thanks for joining us tom man um good good luck this week hope uh, we make it with no injuries and no uh, controversial calls um, that would be uh oh actually you know what if their car broke his hand i'd be okay with james coming in <laughs> Uh, you like James, yeah, yeah. He's a pretty good quarterback. Yeah, I mean, he's good stuff. He's he's not a great quarterback, but he's fun. <laughs> he's fun at parties. He's fun at parties. <laughs> and Jason, yeah, you did. Well, hey, thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. Brothers using no tactics to make it happen. The rhythm, the spirit, you love it when you hear it. Nowadays, when you're sampling shit, you gotta clear it. Welcome to the wonderful world of entertainment. We all imitate life and people get famous. Welcome to the world of showbiz arrangement with lights. Camera action is the language. Welcome to the wonderful world of entertainment. We all imitate life and people get famous. Welcome to the world of showbiz arrangement with lights. Camera action. The Dome Patrol Podcast is the official Saints podcast of the Fans First Sports Network.